welcome to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Hamilton Southeastern School Board at-large elections go like this. There are three seats. All voters within the school district choose one candidate per township. There are three candidates in Delaware Township's election. Tony Bogato is one of those three candidates, currently Director of Planning and Zoning for the City of Fishers. Izzy Alexander talks with Tony Bogato in this podcast. I will start off by introducing myself. Um, I'm Izzy Alexander. I'm a senior at Fishers High School this year. My brother and I were approached to do um, the school board candidate interview podcast by a member of our community, and we're absolutely thrilled to be able to do them. We both love um, civic engagement and the government, and what better way to engage in our government without voting if you're Mm -hmm. increasing education in our uh, community. So we are absolutely excited to do this. Do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners out there? Yeah, my name's Tony Bogato, and um, I live in the city of Fishers. I'm uh, currently the director of planning and zoning for the city of Fishers. I moved here four and a half years ago. My wife and I, uh, Stephanie, moved here from California. We have three children that are in the district, um, ages 13 going on 14, and then a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. So right now I have one at uh, Riverside Junior High and two at New Britain Elementary. And then next year I'll have one as a freshman, one in intermediate, and one in um, elementary. So kind of covering all the different levels of the grades within the district. Awesome. Where will your kid go to school next year at high school? Uh, He'll go to Fisher's High School. Yeah, go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you do have students across the whole district. So our first question is, to what extent will you be considering the student voice in your position as a school board member? Yeah, well, I mean, I think listening to the students is very important because it's their experience. And really, my platform is about education for all students. Um, I think as I, I was approached two years ago to run for the board when uh, there was a member named John DeLucia who was not running in District 2. And a friend of mine said, hey, this might be a good opportunity uh, for someone like you, given your background in city planning and understanding the growth of the city, but also thought I was pretty level-headed. Um, and so as I watched over the last two years, I kind of felt the need to want to make sure that the student's education is our top priority. Um, there's a lot of good things going on with the district, but I feel like Uh, the education of our children is not necessarily the focus and sometimes even their voice is not being heard um so and i have my oldest son to be honest he just he's um needs some learning assistance and we've kind of had struggles with him trying to work through that so trying to just help him where he needs and hearing his concerns is important to us do you have a concrete way that you're going to that you think you might implement a um, way to communicate better with students or parents with throughout the district or figure it out when you get there sort of a thing? Well, my plan would be to work with the, the existing board members or new board members that come on place as well as working with the superintendent and figuring out, um, you know, kind of the, what's the proper channels. But overall, my experience as a city planner, um, I work with a lot of different groups of people um, on opposing issues and opposing matters. And I really think my strong suit is working with collaboration. I'm able to hear kind of both sides of different arguments and really try to 
get to a resolution that's the best outcome for the community. Um, so I don't have a specific plan right away. Like I said, I would start with talking to the superintendent and um, see what that you know proper process is, what is currently in place, if anything, um, and do a little bit of research on that end and then try to formulate a plan. Thank you. We talked about this a little bit earlier too, or you mentioned your platform, um, but what would you be your, what would you say your top three priorities are if elected to the school board? So what is your whole platform then? Yeah, I mean, well, with this specific campaign, I mean, the next four years, there's a lot of crucial topics coming up. So um, my number one platform for running was just education, making sure that we have education being focused on for kids again of all all types of learning, um, kids of all types of background. Um, so that looks at equality issues, looks at different learning styles like project-based learning. I went to a polytechnic university for college for myself and it was the best thing I ever did. So I think getting that more into the education is important. Um, and then that's my number one issue. Number two would be uh, working with the community on you know, just collaboration and getting communication out. Um, again, there's my background, my background in city planning. That's one of the most important parts of my job is communicating with the public what's going on. Um, and then really it's going to be looking at the superintendent because my conversations when I was running this year, um, talking to Dr. Borf is he will be retiring. And so I think, you know, getting a strong superintendent who's going to lead us into the future with a vision, um, which is also one of my platforms as well, comments as a vision, you know, focusing on beyond HSC 21. So I think those are my three points really for my platform. Awesome. Um, this has been a pretty remarkable and unique year in terms of public health and safety, which I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of in your job as yeah. well as just in life. Do you have a plan or ideas about how to ensure the safety of every student and staff member in our district? Um, you know, I, I don't specifically, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on obviously right now that behind the scenes that I don't know. Um, I will say that from my experience working for government, a lot of times in our jobs, we know more than what the public does. And so I don't feel comfortable trying to make assumptions of what's, what's going on behind the scenes, potentially that I'm not aware of. Um, I do believe that for better or for worse, people have different opinions, but everyone wants the best for our children. Right. And some are concerned about getting the virus and spreading it to the teachers, which I would be concerned with but also some parents were concerned about the mental health of our students um, for not socializing. Um, but going back to school is not the same experience right now either. Um, I would just try to listen best to the administration and what their research is showing. Um, I know that they're working um, and looking at other school districts and trying to implement the safest plans possible. And I would just need to know more about that before I could really give a solid input. I mean, I want my kids back in school as soon as possible, but I also want people to be safe. Thank you. Um, and we also, you also mentioned this in your platform, but we have seen a huge focus on equity in these past few months mm -hmm. um, in tandem with the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you personally, um, or I guess you said you were planning to advance equality. So how would you say you were going to go about doing that as a position on the school board? Yeah, well, I think first it's communication with uh, marginalized people within our community and, and actually on the city side, we're already doing that. Uh, the mayor started a small campaign with an education of interrupting racism, which I took a part of last year. Um, and I came from California, also originally from Chicago, lived in the inner city. So I think I've had some experience with different cultures 
and realize that um, there's challenges for them that I don't face as a, as a white male. And, um, you know, in the past, it was about a lot of my focus, I think, and other focus was about equality. And that would give you the analogy, you know, if you had a fence up between um, somebody else you and you had three different individuals of different heights, you'd want to give each one uh, a fair advantage by giving them a, the right size stool, right? Well, I think it's time to get past equality and look at, you know, inclusion and equity um, and basically remove the fence altogether. So try to remove those borders. Um, and so I think obviously talking to our existing students that are marginalized, our staff and see what they're feeling, what they experience day to day. Um, and then try to also broaden the hiring practices of the school. I'm not aware of what they are today, but I do feel uh, even here at the city, we're trying to take approach to reach uh, more people of color in our advertising for jobs and giving uh, potential for doing blind applications on job resumes and job hiring so that you don't know names uh, and maybe even genders when you're hiring people so that you're really just looking at their overall skill set without any potential biases. Um, and so I think expanding that so that the children um, that are marginalized in our school would have more st staff that reflect them and make them feel comfortable. From what I've read, it helps with the learning experience. And so I think getting more exposure there. Um, and then I think somehow bringing education into, uh, you know, into the schools at the, at the child level, at the grade level, so that we try to impact the kids uh, in a positive way to deal with racism so that we're not like sometimes as adults, we're trying to reprogram adults from past things, but trying to get it down to an educational component that um, brings equity in at a younger age discussion. Thank you for your specific examples on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, this last general question for all the candidates before we get into specific questions about your campaign are basically just asking you to defend why you're the best choice for the school board. So why we should elect you for, I believe it's Delaware Township? Yeah, for Delaware Township. Delaware Township? Yeah. Um, well, I think I'm the best candidate um, running, you know, from my own personal bias and in a sense of one, uh, my position at the city, I think, has given me a lot of exposure to what the community goals are. And that's that's not meaning I want to come in and force what the city wants on the school district, but really knowing the overall vision of trying to create um, the city as a citywide campus, a community-wide campus facility, integrating our schools and our children more into the business community, into the city government side, and just trying to create an overall educational platform that functions beyond the school buildings themselves. Um, I think my background, I've been a city planner for almost 20 years, so 15 years in California and almost five years, four and a half year here. And that experience, you know, again, has allowed me to work collaboratively with people on different issues. And just like with, um, I deal with land use issues that can become emotional because people are concerned about property values. Um, when we talk about our children and their education, obviously becomes very emotional. So it's important to kind of work through those emotions and get to a rational decision best for the community. Um, and I think also being newer um, to the district with four years in Fishers, bringing some fresh eyes and some fresh perspective of what I've seen in other areas uh, is a value that I can bring to the, the community. Thank you. So we have talked, you have talked about this, but um you are a city planning, a city planner, city planning and development. Um, when I was talking to my parents this morning, um, my mom was talking about the character on Parks and Recreation, who's a city planner. I don't know if you know that show. So yeah, for like show. 20 minutes in our house, it was just Mark Brandenowitz. So. Yeah, I don't watch that show because unfortunately it's like my life at work 40 hours a week. 
Yeah, it's, I can understand it. It's funny, but like in a sad way. For yeah. <laughs> the separation of, you know, what's going on at work, what you watch on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were talking about that this morning. Um, talking about city planning, though, what's a, do you think you have an example of a city planning project that you're most proud of having worked on? Uh, um, I mean, here in Fishers, there's a lot of stuff that's really cool and innovative going downtown, but I'd say the most exciting project we've had here um, in the four years I've been here is just the, the Fishers District at the Yard doing that kind of project, the mixed-use development with Sun King um, coming in and the hotel and the different restaurants, and I think it really creates a cool atmosphere as well as Top Golf. I think it's just, it really has put, like, Fishers on the map uh, for some more entertainment and restaurant, restaurant dining. Um because when I first came here, the one of the complaints we heard about people wanted to eat in Fishers was like, there's no chain restaurants, you know, like, um, not necessarily bad, but just you can get them anywhere. So we wanted some unique restaurant opportunities. So, um, and I think the stuff we're doing downtown is pretty exciting. It's exciting for me as a planner is what I went to school for, um, you know, but in, but in California, I did some cool stuff too. I did a lot more environmental related issues and um, worked on matters that involved um, short-term rentals, which sometimes can be pretty debated and people uh, were not happy about. So that was like a really controversial topic I worked on and have quite a bit of experience dealing with the public on those kind of different matters. How do you think the skills from city planning can translate to being on the school board? Well, I think one, I'm a good communicator. Um, I'm used to public speaking and so I don't really get nervous on that platform, but uh, also I think a big one is collaboration. So in my job, we constantly have to work with people in the public that are differing opinions about how something might develop next to their property. And so I work a lot on getting communication out early. Um, I think that's a big key that I would want to improve from the board or the district is getting communication out early and often as much as possible. Um, and then just basically being able to bring different points together and again, sifting through those kind of talking through those individuals um, or, or different opinions and, and again, try to bring home just really the facts about it and what we're discussing is most important for the overall district, if it's for the kids or for the, the community at large. Um, you're never gonna be able to please anybody. And I know that working in government, but I still will, I will always stand behind what I think is the best decision for the overall good, even if it's in uh, conflict for my own children, if it's gonna be better for everyone else, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let my personal agenda or my personal beliefs dictate my, um, my actions in a sense, because again, working for government, you know, we need to separate our political views from what's best in government and making sure everyone's treated equal and fairly. Awesome. Um, our last question today, you talked about this earlier too, but your one of your platform points is making sure that every child is fairly represented and gets equal access to uh, the quality education that agency schools is known for. Could you define the term every child? Like, what does that mean to you? So every child is making sure that we're able to um, look at the academic gaps with our children. I know right now, I think some of the, the marginalized children, um, the children of color are not having the same academic level scores as our uh, white children. And I think that that's something we need to focus on. Um, again, trying to make sure we have learning styles for all children. Um, like I can tell my three kids, they all learn differently. And even as myself, you know, I was the kind of person to learn by doing things, again, more project-based. So making sure that our curriculum and our policies are reflecting education around that. Um, I think also looking at our special ed programs to make sure we're doing the best we can to 
to uh, teach uh, children in those programs. And then right now, because of COVID, which wasn't something I was considering two years ago, but like now, how do we deal with virtual learning um, and making sure that the virtual learners are getting the best experience they can, um, you know, without overtaxing our teachers. Um, they're doing a great job right now and it's gotta be really exhausting for them. But um, so, I mean, looking at every spectrum of how we're teaching kids, um, if there's children struggling with learning, then let's make sure we we find ways and get them resources. Um, if there's because there's poverty needs, is there things we can do to improve that? If it's because learning disabilities, can we improve that? Um, so really trying to ex look into that. I mean, I, I'll be clear, I don't have those answers today. If I get elected, that's gonna be my focus when I get elected. But um, going forward right now, that's just my concern is making sure that we're trying to address learning for all kids and all types and from learning disabilities and social preferences and, and everything along those lines. So that includes um, students of color and also students who are LGBTQ plus? Yes, yeah, definitely. So schools need to be a safe place for everybody. Schools, just like I was trying to say, like my personal views and opinions can't go down into the school level. Um, our schools need to be safe for everybody. Awesome, thank you. That is all the questions that I have for you. I've left this space open in other interviews for candidates to say anything else they wanted to say, talk about themselves, um, offer up any clarifications, ask me questions. I don't know if I have anything else really clear to say other than, again, I think just given my, well, I guess the one thing I didn't hit home, you know, with my background of being the city planner is the other thing I want to focus on, or one of my concerns too, is just the long range planning of the district. I want to make sure I understand redistricting has been needed because it's been a fast growing community, but the growth is slowing down. And so I want to make sure that we're able to limit redistricting as much as possible in the future. And um, again, my, my thing as a city planner, I, we look at long range plans. So the city of Fishers, we have a plan that's designated as a long range goal up to the year 2040. And then what I do in my day to day job is how do we try to implement that goal today? Um, and I know the school district has HSC 21, but I do feel it's time to revisit that, look for maybe a potential update or another vision to bring that home. And how does that impact also with the growth of the district? Um, I wanna make sure that when we're growing, as we continue to grow, that we're doing it smart and that we're doing it in a way that makes sense from um, a community development side. So I think that means coordination with Noblesville as well, because the Wayne Township area, is really undeveloped today. And I've talked to, the people I know in Noblesville, some of the city planners and that area can accommodate up to 65,000 residents in the future. And that's not, I mean, it could be 10, 15 years away. And so to have 65,000 more people living within the district with children, um, you know, as part of that number, that's, that's a big impact on the schools. So I want to make sure that we're planning for the future. And I think, again, my background in city planning, I mean, yes, we look at day-to-day -day development, but I also look at long-range planning and visions, you know, vision kind of staking with the community and making sure that we're doing that as part of the overall focus of the district going forward. If you don't have any other questions, comments, concerns, clarifications, then we can go ahead and wrap this up for today. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good evening. Enjoy. Uh, you're going to work, you said? Yeah, I go, I teach swim lessons when I don't lifeguard oh, okay. during the summer. So got to write my okay. lesson plans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Have a nice night. Thank you. You too.
Once again, my thanks to Izzy and Casey Alexander for handling the school board candidate interviews this election cycle. Remember, if you vote a straight party ticket, your voting process is not over. Continue on to vote for the county council and then for the school board. This is the LarryInFishers.com podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. On behalf of Izzy and Casey Alexander, thanks for listening. Be safe and be kind.